0: I, I concur. I allo I'll- you very much. In <laughs> there, right. Hi, guys. I-oh. We got uh, I just... Blaze and Dagoth. And uh, get us kick, kick us off there, Druid.
1: <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to Band with a Banter.
0: Woo. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: I would I mean, love... The- if- <laughs>
0: I would, I would love to figure out how we could actually have the music playing before the stream.
1: I, I was would. literally thinking the same thing when I was pouring pouring my coffee. Mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> hmm. "We should try to have the song playing." And I mean, just if, waiting. Yeah, Banana
0: Tom figured out a way to have music playing during his uh, uh, stream starting soon thing. So I need to mm-hmm. chat with him about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Pick his brain. Mm-hmm.
0: know if he's in chat he's probably playing right now so probably not uh, not not in chat but uh, hopefully he'll join us soon the dagoth man is here how how goes your cue dagoth did you finally get in yeah we're all on still still playing right on right on so you finally got in For, for folks just tuning in what we're talking about is earlier today. Uh, myself and Banana Tom and Nella were streaming the Diablo Four pre beta beta, and uh, Dagoth was trying to queue in, but uh, he, he was sitting in a like a seventy minute queue. <laughs> so, um, he must have finally, finally made made his way in, which is excellent. We'll be joining him after bandwidth and banter, after a little bit after bandwidth and banter and uh for some more diablo 4 streaming tonight but today we got some special stuff don't we tell tell, yeah. tell the folks what yeah. we got there druid
1: today we are discussing the storm saga games ttrpg creation and i'm super excited
0: mm-hmm i'm
1: mm-hmm. so excited Me too. I'm so excited that I have been talking about it with humans in real life. Really? Yes. And they're like, Ooh, that's exciting. Something that, and like, so of course, I have gotten a lot of like feedback from people about what they would enjoy seeing. Oh. And I was just like, I could pitch those ideas as like concepts and like stepping off points for like possible whatever, whatever. But, um, today we're going to be talking mostly about the the point allocation system
0: right and the the ability point basically the ability scores yeah
1: yeah point the point allocation system aka stat point progression system i wrote that weird so i couldn't read it very well (laughs) and then um new ability score names
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that would be a nice jumping off point. And I remember you, you had some notes that I, that I wanted to mention. What was it again? Something to the effect of... Uh,
1: what and why. The what and why of a new system.
0: Gotcha well uh
1: of of the new stat system like why 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 are you why do you want to go with this like point allocation system versus mm-hmm. like any other kind of system
0: right okay that's yeah that's good so so basically I've been mowing this over for a long, long time ever since I first started and it actually kind of starts with my initial miss understanding of the very first basic and expert ability scores stat setup okay and what i mean by that is when i first started playing base basic and expert dungeons and dragons uh in 1981 um i you know um when I first made your character, when you first make your character, you roll the 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 d6 dice, and then you know those are your stats. Uh, mm-hmm. It's usually back then it, it was just very simple three d6, and so you could end up with these really terrible characters, or or if you got super lucky, really yeah. you know op characters. And then over time, they developed you know improved versions of that for the various editions. Basically, you mm-hmm. know depending on on the DM and the player style, uh, you know, how adding, you know, like uh, one of the more basic ones that, that are typically used is uh, roll 4d6, drop the lowest die, and then put the, the number wherever you want. And then some yeah. DMs get a little more aggressive and they, they say reroll ones, and some, like myself, get too aggressive probably and do reroll ones and twos. But I like my, my, my adventuring party to feel like superheroes. Yeah, Um, and then he took
1: the average, and then he also took the average of what Star Kitty's really high rolls, and like gave us extra points to allocate because of Star Kitty's really high rolls.
0: Yeah, Star Kitty has this this uh, strange knack for being able to um, (laughs) just just roll crazy, and so Uh then but because of that, it, it basically created a curve for the rest of the group, right? and 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 so when you think about it as a curve then it's really just about point spread it's about you yeah. know, spreading the points and point by like a point by system by the way before we continue uh the twitch is telling me that, that we have kind of a that i'm in the red with the bitstream how does it feel to get it to you guys Is it sound and look all right is it pixelated is it is the audio okay i'm just curious from folks in chat if if you're experiencing any anomalies, um, do we need to restart or is it is it okay? Because uh, sometimes it'll give me this this red bitrate and it's okay anyway. Um,
1: yeah, because visually on the stream, you look we look really good. Okay. Um,
0: I mean, luckily, just chatting does not tax the system at all it's just sending one feed of of audio and and in video whereas when you have a game you have to send the, the the high frame rate stuff through so um man i hope i hope we haven't distract come on they got you need to get uh, get uh, banana tom and folks over to share here in in uh bandwidth and banter i know you're having fun with the Diablo 4 and trust me i want to be with you too but but uh we got we, we need your your help for for B&B guys. Come on over. No, no pressure, even though I'm pressure.
1: No you. pressure, but <laughs> get your ass over here. No pressure,
0: <laughs> but pressure.
1: <laughs> um so what so I guess the question to start with is the uh, why do you want to do this kind of a point allocation stat system? Oh, um, yeah,
0: right. Back to what I was saying. Sorry, I got off on a tangent. I do okay. that sometimes.
1: That's okay. That's why uh, I have notes.
0: When I was younger, <laughs> what what because I have a misunderstanding of the system, whenever I leveled up, I, I would give my character... And it, I, for some reason, I got it in my head. I mean, I was a kid. I was a little kid. The first time playing it didn't have anybody to teach me. I taught it to myself, right? And yeah. I didn't really understand everything that I was reading. And so, yeah. uh, oh, thanks, Star Kitty. <laughs> way, to, <laughs> way to make us feel guilty. <laughs> I know she's just playing. But um, so uh, uh, because I didn't understand the way it worked, every time I leveled up, I added... I gave myself an additional ability point for all uh-huh. the abilities every time I leveled up. Right. And so in yeah. a short period of time, just a few levels, all my ability scores were 18s. Right. And so, yeah, uh, and, and, but when I eventually learned that it didn't work that way, I was kind of like, okay, well, I sort of get that it's your characters aren't, you know, aren't OP that way. It's more balanced,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, uh, I also like the idea that it it feels like your character actually is getting more powerful, right? I mean, if you think about it in real world terms, as you as a human being become more experienced in life, practicing certain things, your ability scores would kind of go up, right? For example... Mm -hmm. uh, let's say you're a warrior, the more you swing your sword and carry around your heavy armor and carry around your backpack and, and, ba- and you know, bash against monsters, your strength is going to go up. You know? Your mm-hmm. constitution is going to go up because you're going to be able to take more hits. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, and then you know, if you're like a mage, right? you're studying more. You're understanding mm-hmm. the universe more and, and how your magic interacts with the world. And so your intelligence will go up. You know, if you're like a, a cleric, you know your uh, your your wisdom goes up because as you gain experience, you understand, uh, you know, different aspects of how you know all the the forces of the universe work together, right? And um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a rogue, you know, the more you're practicing your your pickpocketing or your lock picking or your trap disabling, you know, those mm-hmm. skills, the dexterity is going to go up with those. And uh, you know, if you're the 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 fast talker, right? You, you know, uh, you're gonna get better at it, so yeah. it makes sense that those those ability scores would go up. And so, uh, conceptually, my idea is that, uh, in in and obviously in in certain in the systems that are exist in D D now, three point five and fifth ed, they take that into account, right? Yeah. Every, uh, was it every with fifth ed? Is it every? Every four levels, you get either a feed or 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 two or ability abilities. points to spend. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, well, my thinking is is that, I mean, I, I get that that's that's sort of balanced, right? But mm-hmm. and they and they did a lot of play testing, I'm sure, to balance that to come up with that system, and it works for fifth ed. In three point mm-hmm. five, it was something similar. Feats actually came in a different progression level. I think feats were every three levels and ability scores were every one level or every four levels or something to that effect. I, I, Mm -hmm. I, off the top of my head, I don't remember exactly, but I I might have them flip-flopped, but the point is, is you get feats and you get ability scores. With fifth Mm -hmm. ed, you got to do one or the other. And so Mm -hmm. that felt, that feels like a a little hollow, right? Mm -hmm. And granted with fifth ed, your character gets a lot more interesting abilities, you know, 3.5 has that too. But with fifth ed, you get even more interesting abilities that are specific to your character class. Mm-hmm. And those things are fine too, right? Um, but I feel like that over the years of playing multiple different kinds of RPGs and multiple different iterations of d d that we need to, you know, th- there's a way you can make the ability score increase over time of your character every single level. And there just needs Mm -hmm. to come—you need to be able to create a balanced point system to make that work, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's how I conceived of this idea that, you know, because here, here's the thing: you want your characters at some point to start to feel very powerful. You want them to feel like superheroes. Now, yeah. Now I get that some systems make them feel like that right off the bat which is mm-hmm. a fun different kind of experience some people may not want that though they want it to feel more earned yeah and so it this that's where this kind of idea sprung into my mind over the over the years that well what if you start out uh with a baseline of 10. all your ability scores are average human or ha- average you know they're they're a baseline average of 10. Mm-hmm. and except you know, when you're at zero level, when you're basically like a peasant, you know, or just a commoner, you're just like a, a, a regular person with no adventuring profession, right? Mm-hmm. You're everything's based baseline 10. Uh and and now you might have a, a particular race that where you get a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's something that we'll have to balance when we create this system. Right? Uh mm-hmm. but uh, so what I'm getting at is I feel like that once you become a level 1 character
1: mm-hmm.
0: at that point you should have some number of points to spend and you get to put them in the ability scores where you want and now here's here's the thing you may also you know there's two ways to look at it from a, if you want to be overly realistic, then you would really o- only put those ability score points into the types of things that you're using, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, Cause, you know. Yeah, because like. Go ahead. So
1: like, so like for example, uh, with a Druid class, Wisdom, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, I would want to add points to Wisdom and to Dexterity right
0: depending on how many points or, you get correct right yeah. Yeah. yeah yes that's that's the idea or, or it may not be dexterity it could also be con right maybe you want to be or, a yeah, more tanky con you yeah. know or uh i mean it also depends on like but see it's, it's funny that we're having this conversation so I, I like it because pulling back at it i'm like all right well maybe the way it should be then is you have a number of points, and some portion of those points you get to, you you spend on something that makes sense for that character class, and then the other points mm-hmm. you spend on whatever you want. So that way you can slowly raise and and, and differentiate your character from the typical one, right? Yeah. And so, so, so- I think that the i the ideal setup that I came up with is you start out where you know when you become a level when you choose to start playing you're going to start out as a first level character right mm-hmm. you should be able to spend 3 points but it needs to be broken up into two sets you have to have two points that should be spent on something that is you know your one of your two core class abilities and then you have one point that you can spend wherever you want And then, you know, it does mean that that those first few levels are going to be a lot harder because you have very few uh, bonuses to choose from, right? And um, so, you know, like, for example, if you're you're playing a warrior, a Mm first-level warrior, all your stats, all your ability scores start out at 10. But then as a first-level warrior, you get to take two points, put into... You can either put put two points into one ability score, like two points into strength, or you could do mm-hmm. one into strength and one into con, which wouldn't be very great unless you planned on doing the same thing the next level up, right? Yeah. Because you don't get any special bonuses. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, you could go either way. I guess it really comes down to the smart thing. Smart play would be to pick one or the other to put two in. And then mm-hmm. one point that, that, that third point needs to be in something else. Now it can still be in a class specific ability. For example, if you want to throw it into con, you could, mm-hmm. but to, for more role playing and more, more, uh, rounded kind of stuff, you can put it wherever you want. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and I think also it might be worthwhile to, uh, differentiate the different races. You know there's because there's a, a, a you know the different character you know races the fantasy races might have mm-hmm. a predilection in a certain direction so maybe when you i don't know the problem with that idea that that's something I'll, we'll need to actually talk about right yeah whether i feel like ra- that's a
1: whole separate mm-hmm. i feel like the whole separate uh down the rabbit hole i'm just gonna make a note a couple pages mm-hmm. ahead um
0: that racial characteristics may or may not, uh, make a difference in the ability score. Um, what do you think based upon everything that I've shared so far, Druid? I've been, I've been, I've been yammering a lot. No, 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 no. Um,
1: it's, so I really do like the point system. Um, the the thing of the thing about the racial thing so like people are going to expect some sort of racial bonuses for most things but I feel like those should all be like dark vision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it should be like passive things that um so they're like they make a difference. 'Cause like, you know, the Tiefling, they innately are drawn to magic and they have and they all tieflings are able to do uh um hellish rebuke.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Um
0: Well, keep in mind though, that's specific to obviously D and D, that particular race. Yeah, yeah. But,
1: but I'm just using I'm just using that as an example. As an example, um, right,
0: right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, so go then ahead.
1: and then the and then, you know, all of like the Elvish races, they only need to have four hours of meditation, not eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like it, it should stay in those kind of aspects when it comes to, like, the racial characteristics, not so much, like, the stat points. Mm. Um, Something I did want to talk to you about when it came to, like, the point allocation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, I I wanted to run this by you because I was talking to Fade about it, and it, it it sticks with this theme. Um... Uh, and it could be fun for like role play and stuff. So I'm just gonna pitch this idea to you. Yeah. Okay. I am gonna just use Fern as an example. Okay. But let's say that we had a rogue in the party. Okay. And we're playing this little stats system. Mm-hmm. So what if like all of our skills, so like technically Fern has a plus three to slide a hand which I don't think is at all true whatsoever. Though she's sneaky and dexterous,
0: mm-hmm.
1: she has real no skills in sleight of hand or like pickpocketing. But okay. if she has somebody to teach her... So then that would just... And then it, just because she has it... So like, okay, hold on. Let me find a better way to explain this.
0: Okay. I was going to say the only reason she has plus three to sleight of hand is because she has a 16 dexterity, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, So it's like the idea, that's kind of the built, baked into the system such that it's the idea that because she's already rather dexterous, mm -hmm. she's sort of, in that regard, a prodigy to a certain level of it because she's dexterous. It's just natural that that she can fiddle with things better.
1: But let's say, like, on the side of the, so, like, like, let's say, like, you have, we have all of our skills, so, like, slide a hand check, animal handling, acrobatics, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we have, like, point- so, like, I could practice slide a hand, and then I just put a little tally next to it. Okay. Whether it's a, f- a fail or success, I practice this skill. Yeah. And then I need 10 tallies. 10 what? And then I would need, like, I'm going to just throw a number, like, 10 tallies. Mm-hmm. And then when i get that next level up i can transition those tallies to a plus
0: i see where you're going with that i see where you're going with that and the only the only counter i would make to that is the only reason why that hasn't been introduced to tabletop rpgs is Mm -hmm. because of how much extra tracking and number crunching it would require players I am sure that there are certain players out there who would love an extra complex system like that. And it would Mm -hmm. work in a computer RPG because the computer can do all, keep track of all that for you, right? Mm -hmm. But think about the players having to keep track of every time they've used a skill and keep track of all the math of of leveling those up. It it adds such a whole extra layer Mm-hmm. To the process of leveling up and 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 of of keeping track of what you're doing with your character, that it, in the long run for a TTRPG for, mm-hmm. on the tabletop, it actually would end up detracting from some of the actual fun, and so that's why okay. the folks it, it, over over time that have developed D and D from original BX all the way through to fifth ed have not done that. They it's because they realize this mm-hmm. un, this sad but true fact which is that if you introduced too many tracking mechanics that mm. it ends up you spend too much time working on that kind of stuff instead of actually just playing okay. so then what happens is is the 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 level ups kind of take care of that stuff and you just get to you know if you think about it it's in a way it's almost the same thing right mm-hmm. you're just adding in a uh, an extra tracker to what the system already kind of figures out as you level up Mm -hmm. you know and it's like it's like the the system assumes that if you're a rogue you're going to be using your your uh sleight of hand Mm -hmm. uh, ability and so because you're using it as a rogue that's Mm -hmm. what you normally would would put more skills into the interesting thing that you bring up though is that. In 3.5, they they actually did that better than in fifth ed. Like fifth ed. really, really dumbed it down, really simplified. Yeah. it. Yeah. In 3.5, was was kind of overly complicated though. Uh, in 3.5, each different character class gets a, a a pool of of skill points that they get based upon their character class, mm-hmm. and some are more than others. For example, uh. You know, a rogue, I believe, gets like, uh, I forget what it is, but it's like you get effectively like eight plus your intelligence modifier in skill points that you can spend, I don't know why I'm spitting there, that you can spend wherever you want to on your skills. And you technically don't even have to use them on uh, thief skills or the ones that you, that you use throughout the campaign, right? You can spend them wherever you want. So imagine that. So you're getting a rogue who spends, you know, roughly 10 to 12 points, skill points, wherever they want, right? Whereas Mm -hmm. a fighter only gets four plus their intelligence modifier. So they're going to get at most half of what a rogue gets. So the rogue is going to end up having lots more skills and lots Mm -hmm. more granularity there. So, like, that's one of the things I sort of liked about 3.5 but mm-hmm. I do understand why they simplified it for fifth ed for, for newer players. Yeah. Both are, are I, a more and both are, are are great systems for different reasons. And and I'm pretty sure Pathfinder is probably something super similar to three point five as far as the skills go. So Elta yeah, seems here, oof, and there were class skills and cross class skills, cross-class, you only got half the points you put in. Yes. So he's right about that. What that means is is Let's say that rogue has 12 points to spend, and he wants to put it into uh, intimid- intimidation. I, I think that's a cross class skill. I'm just I'm, this might be a bad example, but uh, let's say there's some sort of skill for rogues that's a cross class skill. What that means is it's not their normal class skill. Mm-hmm. It's something that would be a, a primary class skill for like somebody else. You can actually spend points to gain skills in that. But you mm-hmm. spend them at a at a two to one ratio, so you have to spend two mm-hmm. to get one in that in that cross class skill. Oh, okay. So okay. A, again, it added a lot. It added a lot of complexity, and and I and I do understand why in fifth ed they kind of reduced that complexity, mm-hmm. uh, but I also feel like maybe they swung the pendulum a bit too far. Technically, we're kind of off on a tangent because we're talking about skills instead of ability scores. But I I actually don't mind because it's something we can make a note of to talk about in the future because it is something that will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because
1: for me, because like it's one of those things like, you know, every time Emmeline performs at the Castaway Uh Inn, Fern is like dancing with her and doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But I still only have a plus one to performance. Right like how 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 nice would it be to have like something where even though I am not charismatic I can still work on my performance skill as a backup dancer for Emelin and actually start working on like adding and tallying like because I'm specifically mm-hmm. working on this mm-hmm. so so like I'm specifically every single time right Emmeline performs I can tally and like this is something that I'm slowly working on is my performance right that's completely out of the realm of what Fern is at all capable of doing right but she's like i am actively dancing i'm actively learning how to perform i'm hanging out and taking like watching emily ray paying attention right right
0: right no so, i get so, you you're 100 right I, I almost wonder if that's something that should be its own separate mechanic because that's never been done in yeah. a in a uh in a D game that i'm aware of where
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know of course it's always about you a DM would offer either experience points or milestones, right, to level mm-hmm. up. Right. What mm-hmm. you're suggesting is almost like a separate XP system for skills. Yeah. So I mean, it would it actually like... have to be like a separate reward. And I occasionally, you guys, I don't know if I've done this in your campaign or not. Probably not. But I, no. I have occasionally done that. You can ask my my uh, my our, our, our other players. Where if somebody is doing something unique and interesting and and practicing it enough, I will reward, uh, like if they go to a mentor to go get taught how to ride horses better, they can throw Mm -hmm. a few skill points into into horse riding, right? Yeah. And that's basically what you're saying. And so I feel like that is something that should exist Mm
1: -hmm. in in our
0: TTRPG. But maybe instead of it being tied to our level up, it needs to be tied to... uh, encounters or experiences it should be like a separate system almost a separate yeah. kind of reward
1: yeah because you know and it and it would be another fun thing another tool for um for players when it comes to like rp
0: mm-hmm. so like
1: mm-hmm. you know like because fern really is paying attention to and trying to learn from miss ray and so she's actively like working on something like that like Every time Miss Ray performs, mm-hmm. Fern is her biggest fan, and she's dancing. And this is what's happening. She's right. gonna. It's in like you know. She's gonna get better over time. Right. Like technically, technically, if you think about it, she would get better over time. Well, but like the system.
0: The way Fifth Ed tries to solve that, and it does a decent job, is the proficiency system. Right. It's the mm-hmm. idea that every few levels you get to add proficiency, and so uh basically if you have a skill that you decide you want to become proficient in you add your proficiency bonus on to the ability score and so you are now it's a skill that you're proficient in right so that's how it handles it so there are in a way there is a way to put it in the system and that's that you can actually pick as a feat i believe it's skilled is, is one of the feats and it'll, yeah. it'll basically lets you pick a couple of skills that are you become proficiency in that you weren't before, and then you can Skill have expert. one that's an expertise where you get double proficiency. Mm-hmm. So there, there are systems in place to try and make it work, and, and mm-hmm. I'm with you that we need to come up with something. Uh, yeah. And I, 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 like that you brought that up. So definitely make a big point of that. By the way, hello, Iltacine, welcome in. Scene. <laughs> um, but uh, um, all right. Yeah, like, I guess yeah. we should probably get back on, on topic as far as the ability scores. True. Yeah, yeah. True.
1: True. Mm-hmm. True. Um,
0: yeah, I think that uh, the, the ability scores, so here's the thing, I, I, doing the math on it, if we do three points per level, obviously you get to spend three points at level one, right? When you become a level one character, you have three points to spend. And, mm-hmm. um, that, if you do the math on that, then that means by level 11, you will have spent 33 points across all of your ability scores, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you do the math on 33 spread out across the ability scores, let's see, it's strength dex, con, uh, uh.
1: Strength, Dex, Constitution, intelligence, intelligence, Wisdom, and Charisma. Wisdom,
0: and Charisma. So that's... You have six ability scores. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that... Sheet. The problem is... is <laughs> it, What was that?
1: I said I pulled up... Excuse me. I pulled up my character sheet.
0: Right on. That's handy. <laughs> that's handy. So you're, you're more prepared than I am. Um, the... Uh, I think that... Uh, the problem then with my my system my idea is that at level 11 you start to become really powerful like because if you th- like let's think about this for a second so 33 well, points divided by six is i got a calculator here
1: i have a question yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: do you think that there should be points given with every level up
0: Well, that was my conception of it, right? Okay. So the answer is yes. I mean, uh, I feel like the idea is that every level up, you get a reward. Because there are some levels that kind of suck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't give you anything. It's kind of weak. It's like, eh. And it's just earning your way to the next level where you can actually get something good.
1: Yeah. And that doesn't
0: feel as good. Uh. See, Altacene even agrees. This is a level up where you get nothing like max hit points is kind of disappointing. Exactly, it's kind of disappointing. And so I feel like every level should matter. And the problem is is that after level 11, like, okay, so if you divide the 33 by 6, that means you're going to get five and a half points per ability score by level 11. Obviously, you're going to be you know pouring some of those into main scores
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um
1: so two questions yeah yeah Please. um first question is is there going to be a cap that you uh for ability scores that would be na- like that you could naturally get like in D D, it's 20 would you consider having a cap or would you consider it being like a higher cap like what 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 is your concept of that
0: well and that's a good that's a really good point uh what what we have to think about what would the cap if we, let's say for example if we set the cap to 18 right which was what it used to be in original old school bx and advanced dungeons and dragons and i think even second edition Dungeons and dragons yeah i think second edition it used uh yeah 18 was the cap so let's let's do the math on that um so well six times eight is uh 24 wait a minute so eight let's think about this second um all right i lost track of what we we're saying <laughs> i mean i know we're talking huh. about cap but
1: yeah Um, so what would the cap be? And then second is, um, do you want, so I agree. I feel, I feel like every level up should be exciting because our last level up, though, we got cool new spells. Mm -hmm. Um, that was basically it. Um, right. You know, um, and I don't really remember the last time I had the ability to do a feat. I've just been doing ability score increases. The only feat that I've taken personally with Fern was, uh, Skill expert.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Um,
1: okay. You know, and I've just been taking ability score increases since then, um, which I personally enjoy that.
0: So I want to like add every in. Time. I'm sorry to interrupt you. You didn't. What was your point you were getting to?
1: Oh, my point is, um, do you think that, it, do you do you want to have, do you want to have uh, to be, do you want to give three points with every level up, or do you think it should be three points and then one point, like a little bit of a—that so is uh-huh. one way
0: we could balance it if we have to. But I just now yeah. did the math, and so the max, if you—if let's say if we take eighteen as a max,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that means that all once you get all six ability scores to eighteen, that would be forty-eight points, right? Six times eight is forty-eight. And at level 11, you get to 33. The difference between the two of those is 15, which means in another five levels from level 11 up to level 16, it means that level 16 is when you will max all your ability scores. Mm. Do we think that that's good enough? And how do I, how, how would we, like, is it okay that our ability scores are maxed at level 18? Or, excuse me, level sixteen because those last few levels to level twenty are, are like you know you're getting into the super op area, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you know twentieth is epic level, right? And uh, yeah. and so I mean I guess what what we could do is um, maybe we get three points. No, no, because then then what will happen is is. Yeah, you know, here here's the here's the wrinkle right if we do it that way then that means that every single character by the time that they are level 16 will all have the same ability scores
1: um, they'll LCC all have makes
0: ma- a f- max 18. what
1: else makes a point uh you can always use a different base for levels so like one through ten being normal and then you so, it's like, exactly, slow it down at
0: certain points. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Mm-hmm. Because, like, by the time you're level, like, right now, we're level 13, and we're kicking ass taking names. Right? We're, we're, we're killing it. We're, we're killing it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> it's true. You
1: know? So, having, like, but that grind to level 10, like, you're like, Getting real big, getting do some crazy stuff, and by level 10, like you're really proficient. And it's hard like once you're like you master something, it's hard to continue to master it. You can still get better. The the auto like <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there's already one dragon. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, all right, you, 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 yeah, you, you got me thinking, and I'm glad that we're discussing this because this helps me think of, of this. What about, so we, we need to figure out then, I feel like it's okay if at level 20, all your ability scores are 18s, right? Because yes. at level 20, you're basically at that point where like, okay, Thank I'm at this point where I'm ascending to, to be a deity almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. And And anything above level 20 is epic level, right? And so I, uh, it makes sense that I would be exceptional at everything because I've spent yes. so much time, I've survived the rigors. So we so maybe the, the key then is uh, we figure out a way to slow down the progression at a certain point. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. like like at level 11, once you have have spent you know once you like here's the, the here's the reason why i came up with that level 11 part because remember how how we figured out that Star Kitty is super lucky almost every time she rolls up characters right yeah. she almost always hits somewhere between a 29 and a 32 what i mean by that is if you uh um if you're rolling your character stats and you add up only the second numbers altogether. They usually add up to be between 29 and 32. Which is, you know, way more powerful than your average character, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I kind of came up with that number. Uh, what this system would do is uh, would allow you to have that, but only once you've earned level 11, right? Mm-hmm. You actually, if you think about it, this would be a lot harder granularity-wise at the early levels because mm-hmm. your ability scores are not juicy uh, yet, right? you gotta, yeah. you got to really focus on the things that matter to that, to that character during those first probably five, six levels. And then after that, you can start branching out just a tad yeah and 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 so that's why i like the idea of it now once you hit level 11 you're starting to feel like okay yeah these are these are way above average ability scores at level 9 through 11 you're like okay these are really starting to be you know like superhero quality Mm -hmm. and um uh but then beyond that right is where where we, we start it to just run like, into
1: it just really it just skyrockets yeah it's me. an
0: exp- exponential kind of growth that's why we would probably need to have that have the hump right there and slow it down mm-hmm. i mean it could be something as simple as uh until level 15 you only get two points to spend
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh but then all right <sighs> maybe that's that's still even too much um or maybe, maybe, maybe. But here, here's the thing: it, it, I want it to have where you always get a reward all the way up through level twenty. Yeah. Right. And so, um, you can't just cut it off and do no more. You can do done and be done with it. Hmm. Maybe, maybe at level ten is where we where we start to slow it down. And so, level mm-hmm. eleven through. 15, you only get two points, and then mm-hmm. level uh, all right. This is this is gonna require some math. Uh, so three I points per level up to level 10 is 30 points, mm-hmm. right? And then, uh, from uh, I need to get a piece of paper. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: doing that today, guys. We're doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. We're making progress. What's funny is is one of the other things that I really wanted to talk about today, if we have time. Oh, good. We got plenty of time. We got 45 minutes. So uh, I definitely want to nail down today the, the names of the ability scores since we want those to be different. Yes. All right. Yes. So, uh, all right. Uh, level 1 through 10 is 30 points, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if we go 11 through... 15 would be another, uh, if we do two points per, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So that's five. So that's another 10 points. So let's think about as 40 points spent through those levels, 40 divided by six, um, means we're at 6.67 6, 6, 6, 6, 6. yeah so roughly six and a half per ability score so just kind of uh uh dex uh, con int whiz charisma so sixteen, 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 sixteen. 16. um Obviously, you wouldn't necessarily spread them out all that much, right? You would. Some would have been more focused, but you would have gotten to the higher numbers at certain points. I think you're right. I think the cap. Maybe there needs to not be a cap.
1: Or we could just say screw it and make the cap be twenty-four.
0: I mean, okay, yeah, like that's fine. We could actually have a cap, but if you make it arbitrarily high, like twenty-four, then then. Um, well, maybe maybe the cap needs to be at different stages of the level ups, too. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, yeah. levels 1 through 10, the cap is 18. Levels 11 through 15, the cap is 20. And mm-hmm. Levels 16 through 20, the, the cap is 22 or 24. Um,
1: I don't know. I like 24. 24 makes me feel extra special. I don't know. There's something about the 24 where you're like, I am so cool. I'm so mm. powerful.
0: Well, don't but forget even though, that, that. Even though
1: I only have my highest is a 22. But yeah. That's fine. I'm happy with that. But there's just something so satisfying looking at Lorcris' character sheet and just mm-hmm. seeing that 24 number on his character sheet for his strength. And I'm like, Ooh. Well, keep in mind,
0: that's not his actual <laughs> ability score, though, right? That's only uh, augmented because by the, the belt. En- enchanted equipment he's wearing. Yes. So you can actually have higher than that but we need to have a cap on what you can naturally get. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, right. you know. Next uh, page. So if we're doing three points for the first 10 levels and then two points for the next five levels, that would mean we would want to do one point for the next few levels. Will that be enough to get us to 18s throughout? So no, that would actually be, that would only be um, see, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So there'd be five more points. So that would only be 45 so that would mean that you were not you're not maxing all of the ability scores by the by the time you hit level 20 but it does mean you're you get a point to spend somewhere throughout every Mm -hmm. single level you know you get multiple points three points through level level 10 then two points through level 15 then one point from 16 to 20. yeah i think that that is and, and it's okay if you 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 haven't maxed every ability store in fact it actually is better I think yeah because so. you know it seems kind of i mean i guess obviously there are rare people in the world who are really good at everything and they do exist I've, i had a i have i had a guy i knew who was um uh who, who was that way um <laughs> and um you know but um and it's a nice dream that's the cool thing about a fantasy world it's it's nice mm-hmm. to dream that i feel like if you have made it through 20 levels of what you have to go through in a fantasy setting to get to those mm-hmm. 20 levels, you've earned the right to have maxed out ability scores,
1: right? Oh, yeah.
0: So, or at least close to max. I mean, you're only three away from a max. And obviously, you're going to be getting gear that augments those abilities over time, too. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I kind of like this. I feel like, I feel like this progression can, can work. I know how we can get to that last forty-eight, though. Too, it occurred to me we could have where, and this would also make the early levels a little bit easier. Tell me what your thoughts on this are. The more I think, uh, all right. So my idea is that every single race has also has three points to spend. Okay,
1: right? Racial points. Yeah. Points of racial points. Three racial.
0: The, the, the thing is, is that how do you, hmm, uh, what but, they're going to be doing like with would the, be, oh, go ahead, sorry. Those,
1: those would be designated points, though, I feel like, so, right?
0: You mean like, you like for example, like, an orc is going to be stronger than an elf is going to be, you know, you know, maybe faster or, or not faster, but like smarter or a halfling. Or have gonna,
1: more, in, or have more like innate magical ability.
0: Well, that would be... How would you translate that into one of the ability scores then? Like That's the p- intelligence or wisdom? Yeah. I mean, the, the way they do it now, or, or more specifically like 3.5, is, you know, yeah, like a half-orc is going to have a boost to their strength, but they also have minuses. And here's another thing we should talk about. With this system, do we want to have a potential for any minuses? So what I mean by that is... So you start with a baseline of 10. Mm-hmm. Do we want to give the player the opportunity to start with a negative number, like a, a 9, you know, take one point away from one ability score so you're below average on something, and put that into something else?
1: Absolutely. I feel like so? that should, should be an option, um, especially with having like, the flexibility of, uh, of the point system.
0: Hmm.
1: um i do think that should be an option because some people do want to have like i'm extra dumb right but i'm really strong
0: yeah or i'm 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 like super uncharismatic like i'm really people are turned off by me i'm you know abrasive mm-hmm. or something and 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 yeah. so uh because of that i'm faster or whatever i'm sneakier you know yeah yeah I gotcha. I
1: don't want people to pay attention to me, mm-hmm. so or I'm a
0: wizard who's like super weak, or uh, you know, or very oh, well, frail okay. like, I can't, I can barely pick up a, a stick, or I get sick easily. Like, there's actually a, a, an interesting uh character from the book series called Raceland from the Dragonlance series, and he was interesting because he had a low constitution he was very he gets sick and easily and and was like a glass cannon because he was a powerful mage but couldn't take a hit right Mm -hmm. and so like that is I think you're right I think that that would add some extra customization to it to have where at the beginning character it's your first level you could pick an ability score and you take one point away from it and you put it one put that one in somewhere else but I don't Mm -hmm. think it should happen any other time except at the beginning yeah so let's make a note of that uh beginning and and they don't have to do that either right when you build your character you don't necessarily have to have a minus option Okay. Um Okay, 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 okay,
1: okay, okay, do, okay, we wanna, okay, okay. do we want to do
0: we want to make that a a 1 to 1 ratio or a 2 to 1 ratio? Like make it a you know, you have to you have to take away 2 points from something to give 1 point to something else. Ooh. Because effectively, it's the same regardless as far as the the negative modifier. Because remember, Mm -hmm. the modifiers only apply at every even point, right? So whether you have an eight strength or a nine strength, you're still only going to be a minus one.
1: You want to keep that with the system as well?
0: That 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 the minuses that, or that the every two le- yeah I think I think that works really well I think that's one of the things nice. that that is one uh, if it isn't broke don't fix it and, and you know sometimes there are certain parts of systems that are perfected and that one is I don't see a way to make that better.
1: Perfect. Just curious.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of my, of my idea? Um, two to one ratio. Yeah. That way, if they want to later on shore up that weakness in the character, it can be a role playing thing where they slowly get smarter or they slowly get wiser or they slowly get Mm -hmm. stronger or healthier, et cetera, et cetera. And they actually have to just spend a couple of levels of that extra point to, to shore up that weakness. And, <laughs> and, and and plus it makes it so that you really have, you, you know, you are you're really feel like you're earning that extra point that you get to put somewhere that other first level character doesn't have, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. I like this. I like this. So I feel like we're on the right track. We're on a good start for this. The other, the other neat thing about, I forgot to mention, about this point spread system. It's sort of a point buy system, but it's sort of, I don't know. I don't know. What, what did I call it? Like you called it uh, point by and I called it
1: something I else. Kept cu- I kept calling it a point by and you're like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, uh, you called it uh, point allocation system.
0: Right, right.
1: Or, and you also called it the step point progression system.
0: Right. So uh, I forgot what I was going to ask, what I was talking about.
1: Why? oh yeah Uh,
0: it's simpler instead of having to roll dice for your ability scores you know like you, you take away you give more choice to the player and take away randomness and take away I mean don't get me wrong part of the role playing experience is also the role playing experience right you gotta roll stuff Roll dice. Yes. We like to roll There's dice and 20 kill 20. things, right? But I, I feel like there are certain times where we sh- we don't really need to be rolling dice, Like, and, and that's the thing. With the ability score, per this this point allocation system, you get to make your character faster. It's simpler to get into. You really understand it. It's like, oh, you got three points to spend. If you want to get an extra one, you got to take away two points somewhere, and then you'll have four yeah. points to spend, and you start off in your first, first level character. He's got, he's just barely above average in, you know, let's say he's a warrior. He's barely above average in strength. And if you don't want to have any minuses, then he's just barely above average in con. And so you're going to start off, you know, just kind of like this. These first few levels are going to be brutal. It's going to be a a rougher experience when you're starting at at first level, for sure. Yeah. Um, But
1: it gets real exciting real quick, though.
0: That's true. That's true. That that that, but that also means that the DM just needs to balance the encounters a little bit better, and or the players need to be smarter about the challenges they take on, right? Um, but yeah. I, like I said, I, I, I the other thing I liked about this point allocation system is that it simplifies the process.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, you want to rename the names? right
0: well all right let's start off i think i think strength can very easily just become power because in a way power uh is a a more general more vague better it it encompasses more than just strength does Mm -hmm. you know strength only seems to be talking about like muscle strength right but Mm -hmm. but strength is more than just that well, yeah, no, I get knowledge is, is power, but I I would say that, that knowledge would actually be, I don't know, uh, we definitely need to, like, there's lots of ways to view the words, the vocabulary of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, p- power is one option. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. power. It could be, um, I don't know, I can't think of another one off the top of my head, but we can come back to it. Uh, I'm just going to dexterity we could also grab a thesaurus yeah Uh, (laughs) dexterity could be something similar Uh, prowess is another one i like that ilta fitness prowess Mm -hmm. well fitness would fit better for constitution i think um uh dexterity could easily be like agility right Mm
1: -hmm. um i've heard it i've heard i've seen it as agility
0: yeah what I like about dexterity over agility, though, is dexterity actually is more all-encompassing. Encompa- um, dexterity is how dexterous you are with your fingers, right? But it's also how quick you are for dodging. Whereas agility only sounds like, you know, I'm an agile person. You, you've met agile people who can't handle, you know, things to save their life. So, uh, no, you're right, Eldacene, We don't necessarily have to rename them all. But I I want to. I feel like uh,
1: vigor for strength, power, vigor. Vigor is a good well, one.
0: Well, vigor's not bad, but I think vigor actually is is more akin to constitution too, because vigor is like life force, right? That's true. Actually, let's jump ahead to that then. I like vigor for constitution. I like that a lot. Might, I think that's perfect. Might
1: for strength? M- might might is, is, good. is another good one. Might, strength, power.
0: Um I mean might is very very akin to power, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um biggerness. <laughs> <laughs> um What's another? What's what's a what's a thesaurus word for um, agility? Um, agility. Speed. But that's that's also it's a bit too.
1: Swiftness.
0: Did you say swiftness? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, fleetness. I'm just naming things that are mm-hmm. on here. Uh-huh. Biochemical movement force.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's so that's so that's so a him response.
1: Is perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: Um agility, no, so
1: quickness, sharpness, swiftness. Ooh,
0: sharpness. I I've never seen that used in in an RPG before. I kinda like that.
1: Sharpness. I mean,
0: what do you think of that elta scene is that like it has to evoke the idea of agility and dexterity right off the bat mm-hmm. otherwise it won't resonate it needs to resonate the way yeah you know what do we think is it is is sharpness does it immediately do you think about
1: sharpness no, could sharp... also be
0: intelligence though too huh I was
1: gonna say sharpness is like to me like my like I went to like sharpness and perception that was like my initial yeah, and then wit.
0: Yeah, or yeah. wisdom. Yeah, like it could be either intelligence or wisdom or or dexterity. Yeah, I think yeah. agility is 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 good enough, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think that's actually what what like the Elder Scrolls use for their dexterity. Um, I, I definitely am, I'm a hundred percent sold on vigor for Constitution. That's like life force. That's literally what it is. Um. Mm-hmm intelligence is another easy one i think we just call it intellect yeah what do you think i mean i know that's really close to just intelligence but i don't i don't mind it being close as long as it's evocative yeah um i
1: like i like the intellect better than intelligence anyway i don't know it sounds more
0: intellectual (laughs) um wisdom could be something that's also more rpg related in fitting it could be willpower
1: willpower
0: yeah because honestly i've never liked here's the thing here's another philosophical thing uh, relates to dnd i've never liked the idea of wisdom being an ability score being the name of an ability score because if you really think about it when you gain experience and you level up you're growing more more wise all the time Mm -hmm. right yeah Uh, granted sometimes you know you're gaining other abilities like strength and and speed and all that kind of stuff right but Mm -hmm. you're always getting wiser wisdom should not be its own ability score thing because if so wisdom should should be a something that gives you a stat to everything Mm -hmm. you're if you're wiser at hitting somebody with a sword you know where to attack better right if you're wiser about how to pick a lock you know, like wisdom should should operate ever and to me, wisdom is encompassed by experience and level ups. Like it's its own kind of thing. Like I've never really liked that wisdom was what D and D called that, which was meant to, to signify your ability to resist um, you know, things that attacks your willpower. So we might as well just simplify it. Just call it willpower.
1: Okay. You guys think my only other thing my only other thing was like that. Like D and D is an example uses wisdom as um.
0: I did lower it, um, Lucy, but I also because we're pl- we're doing bandwidth and banter right now. I believe those are turned off. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'll try and give you those points back later, man. Um, I feel bad. Yeah, I didn't go off because during bandwidth and banter we have the uh, we have the audio stuff turned off. Although yeah. some of it was going off the other day which was weird. It must have to do with which which scene we have it on. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll try and... I don't know how I give points, but um, I got up on a tangent. What were you saying there, Druid? Um,
1: because, uh, okay, so... For, like, a druid or, um, or cleric, like, the wisdom is, like, their main ability score, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I also just was, like... Personally, I was just like, okay, it's just a filler word, right? My initial thought was like primal power, or like like well, that prime,
0: yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean,
1: if you think about, thought,
0: it is, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, my bad.
1: Well, well, because you know, because it, the it, invoking the power of a god or invoking the power of um, of nature is a very primal right, and that that takes different type of skill set than like studying magics with your intellect and so but this is like that's just just throwing spaghetti at the wall
0: right, just so you know the uh if you have to think about it, the way it's tied to which saving throw right yeah, and so for willpower it's it's tied to um. You know your resistance to m- something that's going to affect your mind yeah and that's why i think willpower simplifies it uh your your primal idea uh is a separate kind of argument altogether when we talk about the magic system i think yeah. i think that there i i think for our ttrpg we should have have uh two kinds of divine magic or not not call, not technically did call not we'll call it something different right but it'll be we'll have nature magic we'll have right now in in D. you have arcane and divine yeah. i don't think that's enough i think you need to have uh primal or or nature magic natural whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. i like primal that actually works for me primal magic but I think actually they're going to be doing that in 5.5. I think they talked I about. I think doing that
1: was it. the. I think that's a part of the 5.5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know
0: what they're going to call it. If they're going to call it primal, then we got to come up with something else. But basically, there needs to be so uh, a healing spell from a druid would be different than a healing spell from a cleric, right? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that um, so they should definitely be different kinds of magic. And I also even think that maybe there should be two different kinds of arcane, right? I feel like, uh, I mean, you can get super uh, overly done with it, but I think that necromancy shouldn't necessarily be arcane. It should be its own kind of type of magic. Whereas all the, you know, all the elemental style magic should fit into arcane, right? But then if you're raising something from the dead, if you're, if you're bringing back the dead and, 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 make, and making zombies and skeletons and hitting black, you know, black butt blasters at people and, <laughs> you know, sucking their life force and stuff, that doesn't feel arcane to me. It feels kind of like, like blood magic or mm-hmm. dark magic, right, or mm-hmm. necromancy. And so yeah. I feel like maybe we could have four different, uh, four different magic systems. Let's make a note of that. Uh, for later conversation, four different magic systems. Um, And that would be, uh, you know, arcane, divine, nature, and necro. All right. A healing spell from a necromancer is an entirely different thing, too. (laughs) Very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Banana Tom, howdy. You're back. What's up, dude? You've been sucked in. We tried to get uh, we tried to get you guys to come chat with us, but I, I know you're probably probably uh, absorbed by Diablo Four. I'm 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 honestly envious and jealous. I wanted to, you're getting so far ahead of me. What level are you guys now? Um, we're gonna continue though while you you share yeah. that with us. All right. So so far we have. So what do we think with wisdom being changed to willpower? Um I
1: mean, it makes total sense when you explain it okay. that way. Okay. Um, I'm just for me it's like, you know, coming from like as the druid spellcaster, my spellcasting modifier is my wisdom. Right. So um so am I casting the magic by sheer willpower? Is like that's just kind of like where my brain is coming from. Does that make
0: sense? Right, right, I getcha. The idea is that, um, uh, yeah, because you are using your willpower to uh, focus the natural energies into a result.
1: Uh, That makes sense. There was a light bulb. Okay.
0: Like a regular person who doesn't have that supernatural willpower to be able to alter the the forces of nature right that's why the higher your willpower the more you can either alter the forces of nature or resist things that would alter you, you know that would they would you know change or stop what you're trying to do
1: yeah no that yeah. makes that makes
0: sense that also me it, it explains why you know you could have a warrior that has a high willpower because he's you know good at resisting that kind of
1: stuff mm-hmm. right yeah and um no, that makes sense yeah. that makes sense
0: uh and uh, so and then is obviously just strength. If, if we like power i don't know uh i definitely I mean,
1: power works it makes a lot of sense power it. agility vigor intellect willpower and lastly
0: Charisma, yeah. We haven't gotten to charisma yet. I'm, I'm, I'm holding off on Charm. that for a second. I don't like power. I want to go back to power. I don't like it. Like, it's okay, okay. But I feel like the problem is is that power is almost too all-encompassing. Like, a mage who wants to understand the universe, he's going up in power. He's gaining power, right? Like, mm-hmm. just because you're strong doesn't mean you're powerful, Right?
1: Uh, robustness. Stat <laughs> block equals humanity, full of willpower, able to change the natural world, effective, <laughs> effect cause hmm. climate change.
0: <laughs> so, you want to, um uh, 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 can you, can you source up strength for us?
1: Yeah, so I'm just going to go through them. Um, some of them are interesting. <laughs> um uh, clout, courage, durability, energy, firmness, fortitude, health, power, stability, tenacity, toughness, vigor, vitality, backbone, body, body, brawn, brawniness, force, hardiness, healthiness. Lustiness, Might. I kind of like brawn.
0: I kind of like brawn. That actually is more evocative and more focused on what, what we're talking about. We're talking about your physical muscular strength. Mm-hmm. I mean, that actually works. I mean, obviously strength is the simplest, but since mm-hmm. we're trying to get away from the exact names, I like brawn a lot. What does everyone else, th- else think?
1: Strong, well-developed muscles, muscular strength. <laughs> That's literally what brawn is.
0: Yeah, I mean it's more literal, and it get, and it drills down to what we're actually trying to evoke from that ability. And, and whenever you have a strength saving throw, right, it would be you, how brawny are you? Oh, I'm gonna have this grapple with this owl bear, right? I'm gonna have to have, you know, my muscles are gonna have to out uh, overperform the owl bear. So
1: mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm.
0: it. I like it. So we have the brawn. Um, it's different. So
1: we have brawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So brawn. Brawniness. Now, agility.
0: Yeah. No, not brawniness, just brawn. <laughs> I know. I know. Brawn, agility, vigor, intellect, willpower. And? And, hmm. You got an idea?
1: Charm. No, I don't know.
0: Ooh. No, I like that. You don't like that?
1: Char- I mean,
0: I like that
1: charm. I like that
0: because you need to be charming. You need to have have the skill. Char- charm is a skill, right? You can yes, you can is. be a natural at it if you're already you know physically attractive and or you're good at at uh, at speaking eloquently, right? So,
1: (laughs) Stormy's quite charming. We all know that. (laughs) I'm also obnoxiously charming.
0: Yes, yes, you are. Well, I don't know about the obnoxiously part, but yeah. Oh. I mean, you can be obnoxious, but that doesn't mean you're not charming. So I guess I guess you're right. Obnoxiously charming, (laughs) or charmingly obnoxious? Probably more than that one. (laughs) Yes. I'm kidding.
1: No, no, you should see me at work <laughs> when I'm working. <laughs> it's interesting.
0: I like this. I like these brawn I
1: I, I I had I just have to read. this is a customer comment that I had. I just want to pull it up. and this just goes to the whole charm thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obnoxiously. Hold on. I have to make it past my the trauma from work the other day. Where is it? No, where did it go? Oh no! Oh no! I'll have to find it, never mind. I don't... Where did it go? It was in my shift group chat.
0: So while you're looking, apparently for Banana Tom and Degoth, the game is that addictive that uh, neither one got the notification for the stream, and apparently trying to keep track of the time is not possible for them because the game sucks you in so much, so.
1: (laughs) Okay, the customer comment I got was, unfortunately, I don't know her name, but the barista, long dreadlocks with shaved head portion. It was wildly friendly, <laughs> attentive, and efficient.
0: <laughs> wildly friendly. I love it. That's so you. So it's, it'll, it's actually uh, interesting that you may not be able to play until next weekend. Cause next week. So this, this weekend during the pre beta beta, the two character classes you can't play are the necromancer and the druid you can't even make them so if you wait wait till next weekend i mean if you want to play this weekend just make a different character that's cool too uh i don't know what you guys is you 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 let me know um once you guys have the stuff that we talked about worked out and we'll work it out this weekend and you let me know what you guys want to do okay perfect and um if
1: if anything it will be this weekend there's not this weekend but the following weekend for sure
0: oh okay so i gotcha. you what you're saying is if you if you can't do it this weekend then definitely next weekend Right. right okay because
1: i want to make it happen i'm super stoked guys Yeah, uh, yeah it looks so much fun
0: yeah star kitty is super excited she had a lot of fun with diablo 3 um and so did i i uh but th- there were definitely some choices made with diablo 3 that i hope they undo by improving upon in in, in diablo 4. anyway off on a tangent so I think we've really made some great progress here. We have the Ability to Score names. I feel like we nailed down the progression system. mm mm-hmm. Because uh, by level 10, you're going to start feeling powerful with these Ability mm-hmm. Scores. You're always going to get something to put somewhere. Something to do with your character. What?
1: Are feats going to be a thing?
0: Yeah. I'll probably call them something else besides feats. But I definitely... That is a system that was added in three in third edition onward. Didn't exist mm-hmm. uh, before. I think in second ed they had some sort of something, but it wasn't like it wasn't exactly that. And and yeah. uh, uh, but I like the idea of having these special abilities that um, I don't know just just add nuance to your character. Uh, Iltacene likes the 3.5 feats feet over the 5th ed feats yeah for the most part I agree with you Iltacine. I, I like uh, the 3.5 in, five edition feats were, were way better they also had a lot more of them um, of course they're adding more 5th ed feats all the time but the, the way I don't know they balanced them though because some of them were unbalanced in 3.5 and 5th ed they're a little bit better balanced but then again they've also made some mistakes like the lucky feat is, is kind of borked um yeah but
1: yeah and like in my class you know the druid class that i'm playing like there wasn't a lot of really good feats for me to start like taking that made sense for my character of course i would absolutely love to be able to misty step that'd be cool but like is that really feasible for my character right now no
0: was that a feat you could take what what feat was that
1: that's called like a hold on. They touched something something something. Ah. Hold on.
0: I didn't know it's something up. you're interested in. You should have told me cuz I can definitely figure out some ways within the story and background to make that you inter- make that work. But well then. Oh. Oh.
1: Well, it was one of those things where I'm like I don't think Fern needs to I don't think Fern needs to misty step. I don't think <laughs>
0: I don't know. I feel like actually, in some ways, it is better for her because she tries to get out of combat, or sometimes she likes to get into combat. Like she, you're like your yours is a unique druid. Druids in fifth ed were meant to be sort of I, I turn into this bear and tank with the fighter or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and occasionally cast some spells too. And like you could go, or or you could go the focus route where you're more of a ranged spellcaster, like you did. In which case, mm-hmm. it would make sense that if you're Fae touched. You would uh, be able to do this kind of, you know, Misty Step thing in nature, and and I, I could definitely see that. But
1: well, then let's.
0: Scene uh, says inserts headband of Misty Step in your next loot cache. <laughs> I mean, it's I true. I have a
1: headband of wisdom, so I have a pretty big wisdom right now. I'm happy with my my wisdom headband. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, the, the 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 thing is, is something that they they. That we have done in our campaign that I haven't seen done with 5th Ed, but I have seen done in 3.5, is to take a feat and put it on as an enchantment on an item. And I think that works really well because it allows people to get extra abilities that fit within the context of the game and within the balance of the game, right? So, And you
1: can also just, you know, with our next level up, you could just be like, you are now magically teleported! yay!
0: <laughs> you
1: need to stop. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the next level up, though.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Vern's next level up is...
0: Crosses out headband and replaces it with necklace. <laughs> um... I'm
1: very excited about this whole new game system the storm saga game system
0: yeah yeah me too buddy uh me too um hmm
1: i'm gonna have to make a whole i'm gonna have to get another notebook oh no um just for this so i have a separate notebook for bandwidth and banter interviews and other things and then bandwidth and banter notebook for D D discussion or tabletop rpg discussion Yeah? Yeah. You need another notebook.
0: I need to look at something real quick. Um...
1: And I didn't even think I would actually enjoy writing a notebook that's gridded. But I actually really like the gridded notebooks. Idea for you two? Ooh. What? Yes. Yes, it's a scene. This is is why we are streaming it. We want your ideas. Yes,
0: share this idea quickly. We have five minutes left.
1: (gasps) Wow. How did this hour and a half go?
0: Move notes to the digital age. Use Evernote for organization of your notes. Oh, 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 oh. You're suggesting for our process of making this instead of putting it on pencil and paper that we use... Uh, a tool that's called Evernote, which is like a digital notebook that we can share with each other hmm. Neato,
1: I absolutely love that idea. hmm I Will say though for my own like for how my brain works if I physically write it down on pen and paper I'm more likely to remember it. Yeah, and then we can transfer it over to um, a digital notebook,
0: right? Uh, and I appreciate, I really do appreciate the thought of but we also have, uh, we have a shared Google drive that we're sharing docs digitally. So no, it is a great thought of scene and we actually are already sort of doing it. I, I, the, but the fact that he brought up this Evernote means it's probably a really cool app. So I mean, it's something that we can investigate. So, um,
1: it's okay. I'm just gonna write it in my notebook.
0: Right, right. And then, and then we'll, when we get, but his point is valid in that that now we're going to have to transfer everything we wrote down on paper into our oh. digital, digital savings, right? So. Yeah. Um,
1: Which is fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess in the long run, since we're going to be doing a lot of this process here on stream with each other the pen and paper actually is easier at least for me typing it in and having a a screen now if i had a third monitor then i'd be fine (laughs) i could i could do it but i yeah i don't have a third monitor set up so yeah um
1: yeah i it it helps having like like just quick jot down of a quick note and then Mm -hmm. going back in more thoroughly after the fact but um the transfer process will help with the memory retention that's why taking notes helps with memory. Anyway, exactly. Yeah, so, me writing right. down a quick note in the notebook and then translating it will probably have like a whole fun little section of that uh, bandwidth and banter drive.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Because we're going to have to make a whole separate one for the TTRPG. Mm
0: hmm. I wonder. So, uh, yeah.
1: But what's great Mm -hmm. is that today, my handwriting is legible.
0: It's legible. Whoa, look at that.
1: (laughs) You should see it. Hold on, let me find a. (laughs) And here's some older bandwidth and banter notes.
0: Wow. Wow. Can you read
1: them? No.
0: No. You can probably if after you decipher it for a while. Well, I think <laughs> this has been a phenomenal session, and as always, it's been such a joy to hang out with Druid and with you guys. And I love that we made some early progress on this concept. Yeah. And uh, we should probably try and set a uh, like a deadline, a goal, right of some kind that.
1: uh, mm-hmm. uh
0: yeah, I don't know. I have to think about in terms of how long it will take to to get through. I have to try and figure out how long it would take to get through this campaign because it would be nice to have this at least mostly figured out
1: mm-hmm. for
0: our next campaign, you
1: know? Yeah. Um, I think um, we can definitely talk more about it on our meeting on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely feel if we manage to tackle at least a major thing every other week Mm. and then we could fine-tune it on like meetings or whatever
0: yeah maybe maybe you know now that you bring it up it it occurs to me that it's possible we may end up having to do an interim campaign if that or something or 3.5 or something and then yeah just like a short like you know like, because it might take us through the end of the year to be able to to complete this mm-hmm. project.
1: Yeah, which so. is fine. Yep. Um. We could. <laughs> you could do like a, like a hardcore like. If you play another campaign before you play this, try Thirteenth Age. That.
0: Hmm. No, I'll, I'll look into it. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you're about to say something there, Druid.
1: Oh, I was gonna be like, you could do like a a Mad Mage, um, where we just make a whole bunch of characters and just like multiple characters. We just try to survive the Mad Mage's tower. Mm. It's just a bunch of mystery RPG or mystery and like combat, and it's just crazy. And like we'll have like cycle through a bunch of different oh yeah the mad mage
0: yeah i like it all right well this has been fantastic great progress looking good and so much
1: fun came up with some great points and ideas too so big huge shout out to iltacine yes yes i think uh
0: i'm gonna go ahead and give him another uh because it's probable
1: guys in chat if you guys did not manage to watch um our live interview with Iltacine, it is now currently live on YouTube. You are now able to go see our live in, or our interview on YouTube. That I'm trying to multitask finding it <laughs> while typing or while talking. So, it is now live.
0: I think I'm out of beach to it. You did? (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. That is not directly to the video, so if you want to post one that's directly to the... That's just to the channel. Um, Ilta Scenes was the the most recent interview. It went live this morning at 10 a.m. So...
1: Mhm. Mhm. It's went live.
0: All righty. Well, Druid uh I it's been a pleasure. Thank you as always. And uh, Absolutely. We'll we'll chat a, a few minutes about what, you know, the thing we're doing and uh, man, everybody, thank you all for joining us for bandwidth and banter. Finish it up for us Druid. What?
1: I was going to say, do you want to announce who we're going to be interviewing next? Oh yeah.
0: You guys got to be got to be on the lookout next friday because we have a very special guest and an old friend of the channel you know who it is druid
1: oh, yeah we are interviewing our little toxic pixie i know what right
0: is- it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna be so much fun and funny i know it artology inc he's uh uh She's come a long way in the, in the yes. time that we've known her, and we're so proud of how how much she's accomplished with her art stream. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a character; she's absolutely uh, just the most adorable, interesting character. Um, right on, Elta. Scene, fantastic. Yeah. So uh, we'll uh, we'll be interviewing her next Friday, and be on lookout.
1: Yeah. Come, come see yep. us.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see y'all later.
1: Bye. Bye bye.